When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, we are in the middle of Manuary, deep in the throes of our annual uh, bracket style competition to determine the greatest man in the Twin Cities. And uh, we're talking to one of our contestants on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we'd like to introduce to you, world, Brandon Griffin. Hello, Brandon. Hey, guys. How you doing? We're good. Good. Thanks for joining us, Brandon. So uh, it's Manuary, and uh, today's your day. It's your big moment. And I just want to tell you, kicking things off today, it looks like you are in the lead currently. I, I am, yes, and I, I appreciate that. I will tell you one thing. is uh, Coming into work this morning, thanks to... Uh, Bradley's comments about my jawline. There was all kinds of decor around the office that uh, my uh, trusty staff made sure was was all around. So I appreciate that um, very much. You're okay, welcome tell us anytime. More about how a jawline is celebrated in the office. <laughs> I uh, I have no idea. Um, uh, basically, a bunch of pictures, uh, a lot of Facebook creeping from my fellow staff, uh, oh. Aaron Till and Samantha Soriano, and our food shelf staff and our senior services staff. And um, really just putting a bunch of taglines underneath it that uh, make fun of me and uh, get me in very awkward poses. So Yay. I appreciate that Good. very much. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, anytime. Oh, my gosh. Now, I uh, can we t- most of this is about charity. This is about men uh, who are at the front to be a voice for the charity that they are playing for that will, at the end of this, the winner will get $3,000 to the charity of their choice. Tell us, Brandon, about your charity. Yes, uh, Merit Community Services uh, is not only an agency that I work for and have for the last 10 years, but uh, it does just some amazing things on the east side of St. Paul, um, a community that is very proud uh, of, of, of uh, just the people and uh, a lot of the culture we have here, but also uh, has a lot of barriers. And uh, our organization uh, works explicitly with that population of individuals, a lot of immigrant populations, um, people navigating poverty. Uh, we have a food shelf that serves about 10,000 uh, people per year, or families per year, I should say. Uh, senior services, Meals on Wheels, uh, helping out isolated seniors um, stay in their homes longer. Uh, we also do family services, work with individuals who are experiencing domestic violence that are needing housing support, uh, that have youth, and we have youth programming to help with kids uh, with STEM robotics, um, and employment services for people who come in who... Uh, you know, are looking to uh, either unemployed or underemployed and looking to get a sustainable wage. Uh, you know, things you need to really have a sustainable family and help people grow and, and on the way to self-sufficiency. 
That's awesome. If you guys uh, get the chance, you should head over to our uh, website, mytalk1071.com, and click on Manuary so that you can see Brandon's profile, his uh, lovely jawline as well. But <laughs> on that profile, you're going to see um, you know, how highly Brandon is thought of for all the work that he's done and uh, the work that he's done to help support not only Merit Community Services, but others. And and um, it's a testament, obviously, to the kind of stuff that you do, which I think is what makes you perfect for a manuary team, that uh, people speak so highly of you. Yeah, it's, you know, we, what's really is great is the team we have here at Merrick. Um, you know, we, this organization has been around uh, for 110 years and served at the side of St. Paul uh, for that entire uh, extent. And, and just doing incredible things. And our, our staff just are so good about navigating uh the, the landscape and navigating poverty and helping people with self-sufficiency. I mean, we couldn't do this awesome work without them. And uh, every day, you know, I'm really envious of them. I, I work, you know, administratively a lot. Uh, I'm writing the grants, doing the what we consider the unsexy parts of the job a lot of the time. But uh, I, I take a lot of opportunities to do a lot of the direct service, volunteer at the food shelf, um, anything I can do to, to really be boots on the ground because I think what they do is, is really amazing and, you know, helping people, um, uh, along their path is is, uh, something that's really near and dear in my heart. We're talking to Brandon Griffin. He's one of our uh, nominees for Manuary. Team Cobra selected him in the draft. And Brandon, I have to tell you, as I'm scrolling through the pictures uh, that accompany your uh, bio on the mytalk1071.com website, um, you it looks like you know there are pictures of you boots on the ground, as you said. But also, do you coach uh, a youth baseball team? I coach. I coach everything. I was an all. Those are pictures from a couple of years ago of an all star team I coached. Uh, you know, um, I've worked for years in not only city government but but also in nonprofits. And a lot of the times, uh, I play uh, a copious amount of sports. It's almost embarrassing to admit how many. But uh, I, I have a lot of background playing a lot of different activities, and a lot of times there's a need for coaching and mentorship is something that's really important to me. And so I've coached baseball, volleyball, basketball, uh, adaptive. Uh, 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 adaptive sports camps. Um, I've uh, pretty much you, you name it. I've coached it because there's always they're always looking for somebody to help out, and I'm always kind of the first one to raise my hand. I, I enjoy getting down to the kids' level. I love that you are not only uh, you know out there doing good in the community for a job, but also in your personal life. That's amazing. And I've seen. Um, I'm looking through your Facebook photos, and uh, I see abs here. So I feel <laughs> like you've got everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, uh, trust me, everyone's already went to my Facebook photos already and, and pulled up those <laughs> ones. Well. So, uh, most of my pictures for me are, are things from, when, when I was asked to submit some pictures, like, man, all I have is coaching pictures and pictures of me, um, you know, at special events. Uh, one of them was me and my mom at a special event that we did just recently. But, See, that's uh, also a hey, heart melter. Everybody, I was going to say that that's a heart melter for sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brandon. It's actually for her dating profile pic, just so you know. Oh, I Aww. love that. That's even better. Brandon, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today so we can get to know you a little bit better. And we hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you so much, you guys. And special shout-out to Karen uh, Davis County for, for nominating me in their community services. She's a big-time listener of you guys, so... Uh, she's uh, certainly right next to the radio right now. Well, hello. Awesome. We're talking to you. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Brandon. Have a we'll great day. We'll talk soon. Thank you guys so much. Everybody, that was Brandon Griffin. Go over to mytalk1071.com, keyword manuary, uh, and vote for him. Literally, like, he does everything. I see baseball. I see running. I see... Um, 
He said it was embarrassing how many things he did. Playing guitar with children, playing pool, swimming, running. I mean, track. He's this guy does. Did you check his relationship status? I I mean, I see him with women. So okay, I'm just checking because you know I think he's in a relationship. Okay, because I mean, this guy is like he's the guy. Like he does all of the cool things, all of the wonderful things, and he's clearly got a kind heart. So uh, go ahead and make sure you vote for him. He is ahead right now, but not by that much. So um, and these things and can turn seen, around. Yeah, we've seen them change. So just make sure you uh, go to mytalk1071.com and, as Colleen mentioned, vote for Brandon Griffin. He is one of our two votes. Uh, the other one, Paul Paul Blom. Mm-hmm. that we spoke to earlier in the show. Vote for both of those today so we can catch them to the next level. All right. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see where we go from here. Now, next, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to do a little reboot or get the boot. This is a very popular show that we enjoyed in our younger years. And they're talking about a reboot. Tune in to find out what show after this on My Talk 1071. Recently overheard on Donna and Steve. Docs quack in different accents. Depending on where they're from, do a duck quack. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stop, God. <laughs> that started off so embarrassing and then extremely offensive. Here, let me try it with my mouth this time. <laughs> oh. Oh, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> Donna and Steve, 9 to noon on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. The radio home of confidently knowing if something is still a thing. My Talk 1071. Reboot or get the boot? That's the question on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Bradley, what is the show that they're talking about a reboot so for? So yesterday I saw this break, and I'm sure by now many of you have heard the story that Murphy Brown is on her way back to television. Which leads us to ask the question, reboot or get the boot? Reboot or get the boot? Okay. For those who may not know anything about Murphy Brown, Bradley, can you give us a quick upshot? Uh, Well, basically, a reporter of FYI, a news magazine series, Murphy Brown is a sarcastic, ambitious, often self-involved and bossy, but dedicated and ethical lady. She and her co-workers, including Jim Frank and Corky, are often at one another's throats, even though they care about one another. Hmm. So uh, that was a show that uh, many of us of a certain age grew up loving. The first episode aired in 1988. And uh, there, I think it went from 1988 to 1998. So 10 years, years. 247 episodes. By the way, I think they're being replayed on air, but there's, they're not available on streaming DVD or streaming. Uh, Candace Bergen though, Played the role of Murphy Brown. Do we have a, a theme song we can relive? Well, there wasn't really a theme song to Murphy Brown. Or like Brown. an intro or yeah, something? Well, they, no? there wasn't. It really was just like a deedly deedly deet. And then like the words. They would go into and words. And then the, the credits mm-hmm. would play under the opening scene. Yeah. Which always, that was sort of like the time when we started to see more of that and less of the the big like show tune opens. Um and uh, but I just remember, I mean, there were so many little gimmicks about this show that were funny to me, like the painter played by Robert Pastorelli that lived in her house, basically, basically lived in her house. He was always painting. 
uh, and was there for the majority of, of all the seasons of the show. I think eight seasons he was a part of sort of the backdrop of that show. Or, as our boss this morning said about the, the show, she loved that Murphy Brown, Candace Bergen, always had a new secretary. In every episode, she had a different secretary. It was just sort of like a running gag. Uh, what I will say is, okay, so let's talk about the the story itself that Murphy Brown is back. So we've learned that there is a 13-episode order for the next TV season. Uh, it'll be on CBS. Um that that is what we know for the most part. What I am curious to learn is whether or not this will be available on CBS or just their streaming platform mm. that I don't think has been uh, decided at this point. But I find it amazing when I first saw that Murphy Brown was coming back. I thought, oh, God, oh, God, they're going to try to bring it back with somebody else mm-hmm. and it's just going to be horrible. But no. The actual uh, memo said Murphy Brown returns to CBS with Candace Bergen reprising the starring role. Uh, Let me just see if there's anything else I'm missing. As the 30th anniversary approaches, Murphy Brown returns to a world of cable news, social media, fake news, and a very different political and cultural climate. Mm. Now, for those of you who don't know... Uh, what Murphy Brown meant as a TV show, you've got to remember that Murphy Brown had actual consequences in politics. Because do you remember that the vice president at the time, Dan Quayle, Mm -hmm. made comments about uh, Murphy Brown's character being a single mother Mm -hmm. that really left people rubbed a certain way? Like, this show was very... uh, meaningful for its time because it showed a very strong woman in a position of authority in a way that wasn't necessarily, you know, this was not Mary Tyler Moore. Right. 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 And as you said, she was a single mom. Um, and by choice, if I remember correctly, I'm, I'm trying to remember uh, how that theme went, but I feel like that was part of the, the narrative was that she decided along the way that she wanted to have a child. And this was something we had not yet seen on television. Um, 651-641-1071, by the way, uh, as we're talking about reboot or get the boot, are you excited about this? Are you excited about the reboot of uh, of Candace Bergen in Murphy Brown? Or do you think maybe it's already had its time? You know, to your point, Bradley, I don't I honestly do not remember the last time I saw an episode of Murphy Brown because I I don't think it's streaming um, or at least I haven't clicked past it when we I've did been get a caller digging who mm-hmm. said that Murphy Brown reruns are airing on antenna TV. Right. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I know that on reruns air, but are, not yeah. but not somewhere where I can see binge. it on demand. Yeah. And binge it um, because I do think. You know, I I remember loving the show, but I think it deserves sort of jogging the memory of kind of what made it so good and interesting. And Candace Bergen, my goodness, you, she's funny. She's a funny woman. She's a funny actress in sort of that um, straightforward, dry sort of way. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, I'm very, very beyond excited about uh, this particular Mm -hmm. uh, comeback because not only because, okay, so typically when a show that you loved is coming back, you get nervous because you loved the original show. You're not so sure they can redo it. Like Mm -hmm. One Day at a Time was brought back. Many, many uh, shows have been brought back, right? Not Mm -hmm. necessarily with the original people. Not only do we have the original cast, which makes me happy, but... In the time that we are bringing her back, this is so important. It's so poignant. It's so timely to have a voice or a character like Murphy Brown navigating the world in which we live, Mm -hmm. which I just I think that's I think it's perfect. She's perfectly poised to make a comeback and to to see what a strong character like that would view how she would view the world uh, that she finds herself in 30 years later. I think I think you could do a lot uh, if they have good writers, assuming. Well, I think that's actually a good question, too, is, you know, hopefully they I would imagine if she's signed on to do this or if she's in agreement that this should go forward, they've got to have a pretty good writing staff in place. Right. Show creator Diane English is writing the episode. There you go. There you go. So so that'll be the same voice that we are used to hearing. Um, I will say, too, that this is a step up for Candace Bergen because she's basically just been sitting around drawing pictures on fancy handbags. Okay, so that was going to be my question. I haven't seen her lately. What has she? That's what she's been doing. Drawing pictures. bags. Yeah. Oh, now I remember this. Didn't we talk about that at some point? Oh, I'm sure. About her painting bags. (laughs) Yeah, no, she literally, her Instagram account is Bergen Bags, uh, B-E-R-G-E-N Bags. And uh, of the many things, her her Instagram is so delightfully normal for a celebrity. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that she does is take people's very expensive, like Louis Vuitton handbags and draw little pictures on them for people. Um, and, so you know, funny. I don't know what she charges for the privilege, but it seems to be her side hustle. That is too funny. And also, I would just like to point out that she looks amazing for 70, oh, whatever she is. She looks amazing for any age. She's gorgeous. She's absolutely gorgeous. Now, I did want to tell you a couple things about some of the people that you remember from the show. Um, because in addition to Candace Bergen, there were other people that started on the show alongside her. Faith Ford being one. She played Corky Sherwood. Um, and she... You would also remember her from the ABC show Hope and Faith, and I'm hoping I'm hoping no pun intended that she'll um, that she'll be signing on to do the show as well. A couple that we've um, that we've lost, namely Pat Corley, who played um, the uh, I'm sorry the bar owner Phil. Do you remember him? Vaguely. He has passed on. He passed on in 2006. And Robert Pastorelli, who played her painter, Eldon, he also has passed away in 2004. He died. But did you ever know that the guy who played Jim Dial, his name is Charles Kimbrough? He's from Minnesota. No, I did not know I that. I didn't know well, that either. Get him on the show. Exactly. Learn everything, something new every day. Uh, on our way, uh, on when we come back, we will illuminate for you some crazy stupid idiots as we do every day at 2.30 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Go. 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 
Talk 107.1. Everything. Rock flag and eagle. Entertainment. Each day at 2.30 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, we, Colleen and Bradley, are committed to illuminating for you dumb people doing dumb things. We like to call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiot. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Yes, Queen. Okay, we need to go to Maryville, Tennessee. Okay. I want to tell you a tale, a tale as old as time. Jesus told me to let go of the wheel. You know that phrase, Jesus, take the wheel? Yeah. Well, apparently that happened. According to police, a guy by the name of Chad O. England, he's not Irish, he's 33 years old. He was arrested after he got out of a vehicle and attempted to run away. Okay. It seems like something must have happened before that. Right. Not only was he running away from a vehicle, he was carrying a jar and speaking gibberish. Is that the illegal thing that he was doing I don't that know. led them to run after him? Police said that he uh, did not take off running, but he was being called, or rather, he said he wasn't, uh, he said he did not take off running, but rather that he was, quote, being called and was simply traveling to bow before someone. Did that person need a jar? (laughs) He also stated that he was not driving, but he was behind the wheel. Now, at the time, he denied to let them draw his blood. And uh, he went on to say that while he was driving, but not driving, he'd closed his eyes and let go of the wheel because Jesus was calling him. Like on his iPhone? Or I mean... Was he listening to hands-free. a Carrie Underwood song at the time? Or Jesus, is, is that a Carrie Underwood song? Isn't Jesus Take the Wheel Carrie Underwood? Yep. Yeah. Wow, she stole that. Actually, I think she started it. <laughs> I don't think she's the one who started it. I don't. I don't know. I think she's the one who made a song out of it. Anyway, yeah. um, when deputies searched the vehicle after he went running with his bottle, um, they found the following six grams of Mary Jane. Oh, weird. There were drugs involved. Point six grams of cocaine, mm-hmm. a pipe, rolling papier, a three quarter empty bottle of Crown Royal, a small empty bottle of Crown Royal and several cans used mm. for huffing. Oh, lovely. Wow, he was having a party. So, no wonder party he thought one. Jesus had taken the wheel because he'd lost his damn mind. Um, No bath salts, though. No bath That's salts that I'm thing. aware of, but he is currently being held in the jail. Uh, and, oh. And I hope he's detoxing. Before he jumped out of the car mm-hmm. with his jar, mm-hmm. he did flip his car five times. Oh, okay. I knew there had to be something yeah. that happened. Five times. Five times. Wow. Um, You know, uh, we've got a local yokel that's involved in this story that I'm about to tell you. I love local yokels. It's exciting, right? This actually happened, however, in North Dakota. There was a car barreling down the road, 
well beneath the speed limit. And you know when that barreling happens. beneath the speed yeah, limit? Yeah, no, so they was, weren't really barreling. It was tootling along, It was tootling, perhaps. yep. Uh, way below the speed limit. And you know, that is just as dangerous oh, some, sure. sometimes than speeding. Yes. Um, but it caught the attention of the state troopers, and they went to pull over this Toyota Tundra pickup truck with a topper that was traveling east on I-94. Okay? When the uh, authorities... Passed or, or pulled this car over, they met two men. The driver, Nia Lee, who's 36, who hails from St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, nice. And, I... a, and a passenger by the name of B. Thor, who is 37. Excuse me, what? B. Thor. That happens to me after I work out a lot. He's 37. Thor. He's from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Oh, Oshkosh. Do not trust people from Oshkosh. Now, one of the reasons, oh perhaps, the car was um, traveling at such a slow speed was because of the load they were carrying in the back. Oh, are you calling him fat? No. They literally had some junk in the trunk. Like what? Dead body? <gasps> no. Okay. Uh, 476 pounds of marijuana. Excuse me, how many pounds? 476 pounds of marijuana. They 400 had, pounds, so basically four dead bodies in the trunk. They Yes, four dead marijuana bodies. I'm saying, you yes. know, like the equivalent. Yes. Um, they found 198 half pounds of marijuana, each individually wrapped, totaling 476 pounds of marijuana in the back of the pickup truck. Remember, the pickup truck had a topper, and they discovered that perhaps that was why these two were driving so slowly. Uh, They were arrested, and both remain in the correctional center with a bail set at $500,000 each or 200 pounds of marijuana. That is insane. I'm just kidding. They won't accept marijuana for bail. Jamestown, because who knew? It said that um, 674 pounds of marijuana have been taken from vehicles coming through that area in a five-week period. Though you know, 476 of those pounds were from these guys. That's a lot. I mean, they were doing their heavy lifting. Yeah, literally. Mm, maybe well no i'm not crazy stupid idiot advice you know maybe check like the towing capacity or whatever i don't know the weight limit of your car yeah before you shove 476 pounds of anything in the back it's interesting i always wonder how they're able to find vehicles that are carrying drugs because like um i have you know gone on road trips before and i have never gotten pulled over i could have had all sorts of dead bodies in my trunk can we clip that, Holly, and keep that forever? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, I'd like to go to uh, Old Claire. Oh, Wisconsin. Scotty. Yep, right. I want to tell you a tale, a tale as old as time. Uh, I want to tell you about 25-year-old Bill Dickinson. His real name is William, but okay. I'm going to call him Bill for the purposes of this story. Bill and two co-workers were drinking at a bar at the Best Western in Eau Claire on Friday night when they decided to do something that you might have actually thought about doing at some point in your life. But woe unto you if you follow his lead. He decided that he and his buddies were going to crash a wedding. Mm. Now, why do you crash a wedding generally? Free booze. Yeah, free booze, right. Some food. Well, Dickinson, quote, wanted to get laid with his buddy Patrick Smith. 
Together, the two of them and somebody else? I don't know what kind of sex antics they got up to, but I'm saying uh, the goal was, quote, getting laid, Dickinson's buddy Patrick Smith later told police. Okay. Okay. Something tells me they probably did not fulfill that goal. The two of them, again, 25-year-old and his buddy, pop over to the uh, wedding reception. Problem is, they're wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah, that'll make you stick out like a sore thumb. Right? They quickly caused uh, an uproar. And uh, things only went downhill from there. Mr. Dickinson decided he wanted to dance with two 17-year-old girls and an 18-year-old woman, which I think is hilarious that they stated it that way. Mm -hmm. Teenagers, three teenagers. He tried to dance again. I'm just going to repeat with three teenage girls. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's when police say he inappropriately touched all three of the teenagers Two of those victims uh, said Dickinson rubbed and squeezed their batuskis. Now, when a 14-year-old girl confronted him about his behavior, he yanked on the child's hair. Um. (laughs) That's when things went downhill. There was a scuffle. Dickinson punched the bride's father in the face, knocking him down. He later uh, told wedding guests, uh, you know, you're all going to die. And then he said, quote, um, you're all going to die. And then they were all, uh, we were mad at him because he was dancing with girls and he apparently uh, was accused of being a pedophile by somebody in the melee. And then he decked the bride's father, pounded the man on the ground, uh, punch, punch, punch. And then my favorite part of this is he later apologizes to the wedding that has party, just the party. broken up. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope didn't ruin your party. Uh, late for that. Yeah. Buddy. I mean, they will never forget that day. I'm just saying they will never forget that. Can you imagine your wedding being, you know, Mr. Dickinson coming in and, you know, sexually assaulting your your teenage girls. I would be so upset. He was charged with physical abuse of a child, uh, disorderly conduct, two counts of fourth degree sexual assault. And he was freed from jail on Tuesday after posting a $1,000 bond. Did he ever get laid? I don't think so. No word on his friend, though, Mr. Smith. Yeah. Also, I just want to say that 14-year-old girl who confronted him, I I want to take her out to dinner. Yeah, right. She sounds like she's full of moxie. I like that girl. She's going places. Uh, And so are we. We'll be back on the other side of this with our daily snap judgment. That's a this or that question we like to ask every day on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash my talk 1071. Today we asked what question, Bradley? Team Tanya or Team Nancy? Team Tanya or Team Nancy? Go over to our Facebook page, answer that question. And you know what? If While you're there, check out our Facebook Live. We're about to do one right now. Give me a break after this on my talk 1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. The more I look at the pictures, I'm like, yeah, that is her. I do really, truly, in my heart of hearts, think that they met Donna Mills. Because Uh you can't, whenever you meet someone in person, Uh it's different. You know, pictures, my nose looks different in every picture. If I turn to the side, I can look Uh different, you know. Yeah. Pictures are... I have pictures of you uh, with your head tilted to the side, and you still look like Don McClain. <laughs> I am actually looking at a photograph of you right now, Don. Yeah. Of you, and I only see the profile of you, and yeah. oh my goodness, you look like Don McClain. Yes, yeah, still. Wow. <laughs> Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don.
on My Talk 1071. The radio home of people who stay up way too late when it's carpool karaoke night. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Basic. Team Tanya or Team Nancy? That is the question of the day on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. We call that question our daily snap judgment. We ask that question on the My Talk Facebook page. You answer it. We judge you for your answers. It's that simple. And uh, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, today we ask the question what? The question is Team Tanya or Team Nancy. Okay, so Nancy. yesterday uh, my friend came up to me and she goes, I have to ask you a personal question. Yep. And I was like, okay. I was scared a little bit, but I'm an open book. You can ask me anything. Yep. She goes, at work, at her work, she said, somebody came in and asked the question, Team Tanya or Team Nancy? And so we got into a debate about it. And it turned out they were about 50% split. Half of them had been oh, on that's Team That's crazy. Tanya, How can anybody be Tanya, on Tanya? Tanya? <laughs> Uh, she have a new single coming out, Tanya. Tanya East. <laughs> uh, anyway, you want you want to know how anybody could be on Team Tanya? Yeah. She said, I, and I was like, I, mean, Tell I would me like more to remind you guys, uh, Nancy was the one getting her knees bashed. Right. I. That's sort of where I went with it. But why? why? But if you believe, if you followed it closely, and you believed all along that Tanya Harding never knew anything. Then you could easily be find yourself on Team Tanya. So not anymore. You can't though, because have you seen the stories about her since? Where she wanted, uh, she wanted to charge reporters if they asked her about Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, that was and her agent was like, "Bye." And then, well, she started talking political, and that just lost the rest of the room. So, all right. Well, here we go with your answers. Marley said Scott Hamilton. Not an option. Oh, also, oh also. Remember that time we met him? Yeah, he was on our show. He was just a little lackluster. You know, he was kind. Just, I you mean, know. I wasn't expecting much, but. I was. I was like, you're Scott Hamilton. Do a show for me. He, and he was fine. Uh, Did it make you feel like this, Colleen? <laughs> what is that? Okay, so. You've been storing that up, I know. Literally. Whew, mm-hmm. That felt good. No, uh, <laughs> there's an art. There's an article, and I have never seen this before. A, that was a deer. Listen to this again. What's it doing? Okay. Is that a deer toot? Yes, there was a deer. Oh, dear. A video originally uploaded to YouTube in 2011 is making a comeback. Why? Because farts are hilarious, and witnessing a deer do it is like seeing a unicorn. It's, it's like one of those wildlife cameras, and you see the deer sort of like... Um, brace and lift its tail mm. and then you hear it make the noise. And everybody knows what that's like. 
All right. Thank you. So I, I have just been amused and I needed to share. Thank you for inserting the dear, dear toot in the midst of our very important oh, debate. Oh, yeah. So serious. Sorry. I know Nancy Kerrigan. Woo-woo. I have to tell you something, Bradley. What? I know you said, and I thought too, I thought everybody was on Team Nancy. I would have, yeah. No. Who, so who wasn't? Guess what? No, it's like pretty fair split. Uh, Tanya said, um, Tanya, we got to stick together. Chrissy said, duh, Tanya, Nancy's a whiny little B word. <gasps> oh my God, what? people. Tana said, Tanya, the lesser of two evils. Wow. Emily said, team Tanya, ever since it happened in the 90s. Jackie said, team Nancy, I can't condone violence against someone, even if they kind of had it coming. She said of Nancy. Even if they kind of had it coming? I, this Who is like, says that? This is like an enlightening moment People in my life. Horrible. I did not realize. Okay. <laughs> While we are in the midst of this conversation, we must welcome the man who we celebrate every day at this time, Donnie. He does not get celebrated on the Lori and Julia show, so we celebrate him here. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Okay, so this is Donnie. Welcome uh, to the show. Hello. How are you all? Really good. Yes. Uh, a friend of mine came up to me yesterday, Donnie, and asked me, Team Tanya or Team Nancy? Ooh. And I thought that was the weirdest question because I was like, I thought everybody was on Team Nancy. I thought we all agreed to that, right? She was like, oh, no, 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 no. She herself was on Team Tanya. Okay. Did and you say why? She did. She said, you know what? From the get-go, she felt like the deck was stacked against that woman, meaning even before this whole Nancy Kerrigan thing happened, you could just tell that she'd had a rough life hmm. and she had all that talent. And she said in, you know, in the hearing that she never knew, right, mm-hmm. that Jeff Galuli... Uh- was planning to do this. I know, I know, but listen. Some, okay, go ahead. This is what she said, okay? So I was like, okay, interesting. She said her office was totally split. Let me read you some of these answers on our Daily Snap Judgment, and then we will talk amongst ourselves. Okay, uh, let's see. Kathy said, Team Nancy, but I really didn't care for her either. Uh, Kimberly said, Team Tanya, Nancy seems too prissy to me. Linda said, oh, the drama. I'll buck traditional opinion and go Team Tanya, even though she was a stupid whiner. Oh, my God. People? Yes. People Christopher said both are nasty. Oh, my God. Yes. You don't know these nasty. Yes. I'm telling you. Amber oh, said, rude. Tanya, I love her scrappiness. Uh, I mean, people are saying some stuff. People are talking. People are talking. But you would be surprised at how many people are on Team Tanya. Hmm. Let's take the temperature of the room. Hmm. Hmm. Donnie. Oh, I'm going to have to go first. Well, I don't know. You were making noises. Yeah. I, I'm i just recalling uh, when Nancy Kerrigan got into an altercation with her father or something and pushed him. Remember that? Uh, I remember when she did something rude to Mickey Mouse. No, there was something else with her family. Oh, I don't remember that. And she, didn't, she wasn't the angel everybody made her out to oh. be. Very few people so, actually are. Yeah, well, you would know. Don't. But anyway, oh, rude. <laughs> hey, oh, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think Tanya was really looked down upon by the skating, um, the skating world because she was from the wrong side of the tracks, right. and she had to skate at a public skating rink in Portland, and uh, and and Nancy came from privilege, so I'm going with Tanya. Wow. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sorry. Bradley? Uh, I'm just going with Nancy because she needed to get her knees beaten. Holly? 
I'm going with Tanya Harding because in the Olympics she danced to the theme from Jurassic Park. Okay, and to <laughs> we all have our reasons. And to ten-year-old wow. me, uh-huh. that was I very. So, I have to do so important. little to impress Holly Roberts. <laughs> note to self. That's a great answer. I just love everybody has their own reasons. <laughs> yeah. I would say when I was young, I was Team Nancy, but now today, as I sit here with you fine people, I'm making a change. Um, That's a bad change. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Because she's going to... I'm going with Tanya. She's going to let you down. Well, they all do. Just wait. She's going to like... She's going to stab someone and you're all going to be real unhappy. Okay. Don't you remember when Tanya's lace broke and she... During the skating and her lace on her skate broke and it was going to affect... Don't you remember that? Yes. Come on, Brad. You, listen, she like she was a true rags to riches story. Yeah, yeah I think this story the is way too easy and way too it. It no, it sounds way too clean cut. Like oh, this poor underprivileged wow. girl, and this this fancy girl with all her fancy privilege. That no. just sounds too easy. There's no Nancy I'm not buying it. That's yeah, true. Exactly. No I she, Nancy. She was a hot there. mess. Yeah. And did you hear what she did, Donnie, when uh, her agent fired her? Who? She, Tanya. Uh, Tanya. She oh, wanted yeah. to charge journalists. Did, that was stupid. I readily admit that yeah. was a stupid thing. Yeah, to but do. you know what? And then think she about, started like, talking about politics. Google it. But oh. think about this. Well, okay. You can't hold, what does that have to do with anything? You're not allowed to have your own thoughts. <laughs> you got to have my <laughs> thoughts. Right. I forget. No, We're, but also think about Tanya. Her true north is do like she is. She was always needing some money. Right? Yeah. That's how you get stuff done in this world, you guys. Yeah, see with her money, 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 and her clothes and her stuff. All right. Lori and Julia coming up next. More, no doubt. No doubt, Gwen Stefani. No, on Donna Mills Gate. Stay tuned for that on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. This town needs an enema. Entertainment.